I'm Alex Garrett. If you are a Spotify listener, if you love Spotify, if you happen to tune in almost every day, I recommend you tune to this channel for this weekend especially. New York City Fire Department, Emerald Society Pipes and Drums. By the center, quick march. Ah, the pipes and drums. We hear them up Fifth Avenue. We hear them at memorials. We hear them at parades. We hear them pretty much anywhere there's a big occasion in New York City. And to discover the FDNY, NYPD, Emerald Society, Pipes and Drums have a Spotify channel uh, worth going to. Uh, even if you just love the pipes and drums like I do, I hope you listen, but this weekend specifically, because that is the way, that is the way our FDNY, when they're not, and the NYPD, when they're not battling fires, when they're not tracking down the latest criminals, that is the way they honor New York City, with their pipes and drums. And just, I, I want to play a little more. That is the sound 8-year-old, 18-year-old, 28-year-old me got accustomed to. And it's a sound that tomorrow will honor the 3,000 men and women and the 343 firefighters and the numerous number of first responders, police that have lost their lives. And we... We pray for the fam, the royal family, but again, let's not let that take away from the fact that tomorrow is September 11th. Let's not take away what the meaning of this weekend is, the impact it has. Unfortunately, the 9-11 memorial has closed, the, the, the museum part of it, I should say, has closed. You heard my interview with one of the workers there who's been there for nine years, you heard that interview with Jesus. It is tragic that those artifacts of the tragedy have now been up shipped to upstate Albany. Un unbelievable. So if we're not going to have the physical, then we must preserve the emotional for ourselves and to keep the memory of this day. There is no getting over 9-11. Never will be. Never has been. And you know how much I can't get over it? I, in a cancel culture world, felt so bold to post a picture of Rudy Giuliani. Rudy's been through hell the last few years. It's been rough watching his decline. Can I just say that? But at the same time, I'm not going to let what today is stop me from honoring who I know him to be, who he was. And that was America's mayor. And so I was so bold to post, to go ahead and post on Alex NYC one an updated picture with Rudy Giuliani. Because Mayor Rudy, you know, 
always made time, time and time again, and was just cordial. And that's the mayor I know. That's the mayor I know. So we can't let whatever's been going on today in his mind, in his world, in Trump's world, detract from the fact that he did amazing things in the aftermath of 9-11. He actually did amazing things for the city. And we have to elect people that will hold to that standard of cleaning up the city, not making it more of a mess. That should be his legacy, ultimately, is that he set a golden standard for this city. And that should really be the influence of the way we vote. But I'm saying, screw cancel culture. I'm posting this picture of a then and now. So I'm at the WABC Radio Gala as part of the 970 The Answer Team. Thank you, John Katz, again, for the invite. Thank you, Jerry Crowley, for the invite. Thank you, Matt Simbolin, for hanging out with me there, you know, and we got to see Joe Piscopo perform Rock It Out. But, but no, back to this task at hand. This weekend's teaching us we cannot be afraid even to post a picture of someone that's been vilified by almost everybody. On a larger scale, what this weekend now represents to me is that we are not afraid. I have worked in downtown Manhattan. And I've seen the resilience, and I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud to see that Freedom Tower sitting there. When you roll by, especially around this time, you get the chills, because you know. You know how things went for that Tuesday morning, September 11th, 2001, and it gives you chills. Especially around, you know, today and tomorrow. But from the depths of hell, New York City rose up again, and we became unafraid and so we must stay unafraid for that's what the 3,000 that were murdered murdered that day would want us to do those 3,000 Americans that did not come home that were killed in a terror attack on American soil World Trade Center Pentagon and who knows if Flight 93 went a different way, what would have happened if those bold people were afraid to stand up to the terrorists? They were not afraid. That was the first step to not being afraid. Flight 93. Then Rudy Giuliani was unafraid to stand there, and neither was President Bush to stand in the rubble and be with those who were gathering the body. They were not afraid. And they inspired us to not be afraid. And so, and so, we must live every day with this legacy that was really put forward of not being afraid, of being resilient. And yes, that's what the 3,000 Americans senselessly killed in heinous attacks would have wanted. Unfortunately, there is a lot of open wounds now for those who fought in Afghanistan because of the botched departure from there. There's a lot of open wounds surrounding 9-11. How people can't even get their... Finally, they could, but for a while, they couldn't get their health care benefits. 
there, there are stories of that constantly where those uh, police, well, actually active military, do not qualify as a first responder. How BS is that? They're on the front lines just as anybody else was that day. But these technicalities continue, and you know how much work it, it went to get the um, the first responders in the pits coverage. You know the agony of the Zagdroga Bill's journey over and over again. You saw John Stewart out there fighting for first responders, fighting for them. They had to wake up Washington. And this is the other thing about 9-11 that I will never forget is when people came together. It is true. We all were united at least the first 10 days. I think after we went into Afghanistan, people started to be like, what the hell? But up until that point, we were united. Right up to that Mike Piazza home run 21 years ago. On actually September 21st, 10 days after. The energy in that building was unbelievable to be there that night. Rudy Giuliani, the biggest Yankee fan there was, was at that game with the Mets and the Braves. And of course, the Yankees have their own story. The Yankees have their own story for that. They have the story of playing Arizona. George W. Bush flying in. I remember seeing the helicopters. I, I I I can replay that day and the months leading in after that like the back of my hand. And I'm sure you can too. But if we're going to take current times and say, no, we're not going to honor Rudy for what he did after 9-11, that's bull. Because what he did after 9-11, totally separate from now, and it's totally worth honoring to this day. 21 years later. It's totally worth honoring the fearlessness of those in the building as it World Trade Center as it was collapsing. The fearlessness there. We must not be afraid anymore to take a stand. And I don't mean storming a capital stand. I mean taking a stand for the right thing to do. Cops must be given that nature again to go into battle with those who want to do bad, not be taken away from it, not be suggested to not do anything, not be threatened with a job if they take action on a criminal. There have been so many changes 21 years later that need to be corrected. Need to be corrected. Or we lose the city. Or we lose this very city we fought defending for 20 plus more years. Rudy fought defending for many years, even as a prosecutor. We must we must give back those jobs to 
people who want to be on the front lines and defend us, even if they're unvaccinated, even if they're unvaccinated. We will honor tomorrow the first responders. And to me, the 2022 way you do that is with the CDC rolling back everything, basically, give people who want to work on the force their job back. Give city workers their job back. Thousands of them, Mayor Adams. Thousands of them. And you must not be afraid of political. This is the other thing. There were decisions made that they didn't care about politics. It was about the people. People make decisions now that are politically motivating. That wasn't what 9-11 was. That was the human rawness of it all. We made this city, its leadership, its governorship, Governor Patek, made decisions in the raw moment. They didn't sit and wait. They didn't sit and do things that were maybe unpop, you know, I don't know how to say it, but they, they didn't do things that were politically correct. George W. Bush did not enter Afghanistan for nothing. He wanted to kill bin Laden two months, less than two months after the attacks. That's why we went in there. And the wounds that were opened last year are still there about Afghanistan. Headlines still talk about Afghanistan. There are still terrorist concerns in Afghanistan 21 years later. And the pullout of our troops and the 13 that died, way worse. Way worse. And we have to think about 10 years ago, the unfortunate, unnecessary, unbelievable death at the Libyan embassy of four Americans that kind of was put under wraps. All of these things since 9-11 since really the Afghanistan entry have been done politically. Even the war in Iraq was politically motivated. Separated, in my view, from 9-11. So yes, everything since that Afghanistan, um, you know, war has not been done in the favor of the American people. I would dare to say defending our turf in Afghanistan by trying to go get bin Laden was the last um, thing done for the American people when it came to Washington anyway. When it came to Washington anyway. That was the last. Everything else has been done with political motivations. And you know why 9-11 stands out also? Not just because we were attacked, but because there were no motivations. It was, let's fix each other. Not divide each other. And yes, you should applaud Rudy Giuliani every year. 
at this time. Regardless of today, he did things back in that moment that were not political moment. That was human motivated. He went to the Red Cross to check in. He was America's mayor. He was the mayor of New York City. He was on top of the world as he salvaged the United uh, New York City and the United States out of the depths of hell. Name me one thing that's been done in the interest of the American people since we cleaned up New York City after the aftermath, since we were resilient after the aftermath. Name one thing that politicians have done in America for our benefit in the last 21 years. Name one. Because I sure as hell can't. And that's why we play the bagpipes for the 3,000 lost. We play the bagpipes for the first responders who rushed in there, not to get a selfie, but to get people out of the World Trade Center to do a rescue effort. That's why we play pipes and drums. That is why. Because if we if we don't play those, if we if we lose the the pipes and drums on 9-11, if they go away, then how do we truly honor those who gave their lives and searched for lives at ground zero at the Pentagon? Flight 93, those moments of running toward the chaos, running toward tragedy, we may never see that again. Because people today whip out their phone and video someone getting beat up on the street, beat up on the street. No one was whipping on a video and, and showing it as the first responder went anyway. They just rushed in. Politicians did things that were not, uh, how do I say, lobbyist driven or were not partisan or were not, what do they say, uh, pandering. There was no pandering on 9-11. And we may never, ever see that again. So to the human element of September 11th, to the Rudies that got us out of the aftermath and, and picked us up again, thank you. You will never see that again because everybody's kind of doing their own thing and driven by their own thing. But maybe we can take the lessons of 9-11 and say, let's not just do our own thing. Let's do things for each other before this country is lost 